This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour is a paid program. Opinions expressed on the show are those of Naz and Wally and their guests. From hockey to wrestling, football to golf, no sport left unturned. You're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Good morning, Naz. Good morning, Wally. Neil, the boys are back. Let's talk sports. Good morning and welcome to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. I'm Walter Rigobon with my co-host Naz Marchese and back in studio joining us this week, <laughs> Neil the Seal Durney. The, the one and only. Last well, time I was here, I think this place was run on coal. Welcome back, Neil. Anyways, we've got a fantastic show today. Yes, we have on the line, uh, we'll have on the line shortly after our first break, Daniel Rudiger, all... Uh, affectionately known as Rudy. Yes, the Rudy, the gentleman who spawned one of the most inspirational sports movies ever. We're really looking forward to that uh, to that uh, talk. And also at the bottom end of the hour, Omar Issef and Nigel Morton, fitness gurus, some of the most popular fitness guys. We're going to talk a little bit of fitness and a little bit of yes. uh, good eating. Anyways, uh, Naz, good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, guys. The Jays. Things are not looking very good right now. What your take? Jays are six games out with about a month left. They need to go on probably a twenty-two and seven run to make the playoffs. There's uh, six point, uh, games out of a wild card spot. Uh, you're a little bit more optimistic than I am, Naz. Uh, I don't. I don't. It's nothing that they've shown me in the last two or three weeks that leads me to believe that there's a comeback in the offing. Although you know it has been done. But uh, you've uh, you've got some criticisms of the the deal that Jays made for uh, with the Marlins, and that that came up in a New York Times article this week as well. Yeah, if you look back at the trades with Florida and um, New York Mets, the the Jays uh, gave up a lot of their future, and just just let's look at the, the Jays trade with the Marlins. They gave up uh, the Marlins gave up Jose Reyes, Mark Burley, Josh Johnson, Bonifacio, and John Buck. Buck and Bonifacio are non-entities in the in the major leagues right now. Burley has pitched well. Reyes has been uh, in and out of the uh, lineup for the past two years. He is production is not as good as it was with the uh, with the, the Marlins, and he's on the downside of his career defensively. We gave up Hechevarria, who's a everyday shortstop, batting two seventy five for the Marlins, and he's a defensive whiz. Nothing gets through him on the infield. Henderson Alvarez, ten and six, two point seven five ERA in the top ten of pitchers in the National League. Nicolino, a pitcher they gave up, is in double A, thirteen and four, two point nine eight ERA. 
one thing it ha- you you have to get out of this is that you should never give up your young talent, especially young pitchers. Well, I think I think you hit the nail on the head, uh, Naz. Uh, Anthopoulos rolled the dice. He rolled the dice. He thought he was two, three players away from putting the Jays over the top, and you know Burley and Reyes, and uh, he thought you know picking up all that salary and and Dickey as well. He rolled the dice, and and you know these these old these older players have not put the Jays over the top, and you know there's going to be some serious criticism if the Jays don't make the playoffs this year, and I I don't see it happening. Here's the issue, okay? The Mets they gave up Dickey, they have to pitch Dickey every five days and bring his own catcher in, Josh Tolley, who can't play in the major leagues. They gave up Syndergaard, who's ranked the 16th top prospect in baseball. Not on the Mets, in baseball. So that means 16th in the in the league. That's a blue-chip prospect. Darno, who's had injuries, he's a catcher. He's hitting only 227, but he has some pop in his bat. 12 homers, 35 RBIs in 91 games. The Jays gave up all that talent for these guys. Not worth it. Not worth it. I agree, Naz. Um... Anyway, so this is a discussion we're going to continue on. We're in a stretch drive. We're in September. We're going to be in September, and uh, uh, that's when things happen in Major League Baseball. And uh, uh, as the Blue Jays fall farther out of the race, there's going to be more criticism. Well, Wally, there's one thing to point out just before we, we go here. The Jays, yes, he rolled the dice. But you're, when you roll the dice like this, you don't roll them on pitchers. You roll them on hitters. Is there a power hitter amongst any of those guys? That's what the Jays need, some more pop in their in lineup, believe it or not. That's a great point, Naz, and we're certainly going to discuss that. Sure, uh, Good stuff. We're going to discuss that uh, as we go along. Anyways, uh, NCAA college football started this week. I know that you're proudly wearing your Alabama hat here this morning, Naz. And, Roll time. And as, every, as everybody knows, I'm a huge Notre Dame fan. Uh, the Fighting Irish have been in my blood since I was a youngster. And when we come back from break, we will have with us Rudy Rudiger, the infamous movie Rudy, one of the great sports movies of all time. We're certainly looking forward to that. It was a rainy day in Pizzaville when I got my fill. Ponzo Combo, Ponzo Combo. You get two Ponzerati with two toppings each, plus two big Pepsis, the deal is a peach. Ponzo Combo, Ponzo Combo. Just $13.99, that's low. For show, let's, whoa. Ponzo Combo, Ponzo Combo. Visit pizzaville.ca or call 736-3636. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them every day. They've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. Steel's Paint in Woodbridge, an enormous 20,000-square-foot superstore that carries nothing but the best. Superior staff, superior advice, superior selection, superior everything. When you have a really tough job to do, they can knock it down to size. They'll show you how to get it done right, and because they only sell the best of everything, you'll get it done to last. That means superior satisfaction. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge. The best.
At Titanium Logistics, we believe that choosing the right shipping company comes down to two issues, price and cost. Most prices are competitive, will likely save you money too, but the cost of choosing the wrong company to service your cross-border freight to and from the U.S. and Mexico can be extraordinary. If it's not where it should be, when it should be, that bargain price, worthless. Titanium Logistics, on time, on budget. Call 905-266-3014. Ask for Blair Downey. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Vaughn. Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alt Infinity the captain's choice. Alt Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Striving to inspire you at every turn. Are they ever wrong about sports? I can answer that in two words. Impossible. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, live from Liberty Village on the new AM740 radio. It's a real pleasure to announce our next guest, uh, Daniel Eugene Rudiger. Um, almost nobody knows him by that name. Uh, he's affectionately known as Rudy. Yes, the Rudy, the gentleman who, who inspired one of the most famous sports movies of all time, simply called Rudy. Good morning, Rudy. Hey, good morning. Thanks so much so, for coming on. I understand you're in South Bend this morning. I'm in uh, the airport going you're, home to Las Vegas. So fantastic! Did you? Met, I'm sure you watched the game last night or yesterday you know, afternoon. Um, yeah, um, it was a little scary because of the rain, but uh, they missed it. And Notre Dame had the new turf, and Rice was a little bit uh, of a disappointment. Uh, I'm sure, but Notre Dame, they won, and they won with uh, a lot of confidence, so we'll see what happens against Michigan next week. Well, it's going to be a fantastic game against Michigan. I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, so I'm I'm really happy about the start of the season, um, and uh, uh, hopefully that keeps going forward. Anyways, uh, uh, Rudy, you were uh, uh, one of the... uh, uh, power. If I got a quotation mark about Rudy, it's about the power of the human spirit, the underdog, the the little guy that just doesn't accept uh, less than following your dreams. And you had three dreams. One was to be admitted to Notre Dame University. Obviously, the other one was to um, play in the football program and the other one was of course to get the movie done um tell us a little bit about when you acquired the notre dame dream well you missed you missed the fourth one. Oh, sorry yeah graduate okay, oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. fair enough the most important one the most important one thanks for correcting that uh that's all right uh, please, please tell us about when you when you acquired the notre dame dream oh yeah I think when you're a little, when we were little boys, uh, we would listen to the Notre Dame replays every Sunday, Lindy Nelson. I think that's what caught the kind of the fever for it and saw how your parents reacted. Uh, and you kind of said that became a traditional, 
little traditional ride for us. Uh, plus, we're Catholic and Catholics. If you go to Notre Dame, you you probably go to heaven. That's what we thought. So, <laughs> uh, I was excited about that. And it wasn't an easy it wasn't an easy uh, road for you. And um, you uh, you grew up with a learning disability, uh, which which made which made things more difficult for you. And um, there was there was a cha- there was a, a big change when a good friend of yours uh, passed away, which gave you the the motivation to really chase that dream to go to Notre Dame. Tell us a little bit about that moment yeah, in your life. I, I think if you only saw one <clears throat> moment in the movie of a friend dying over two other friends. Yes, that also two other acquaintances that died uh, while I was in high school, and. Um, and it, it just kind of start look. I start looking at life differently after I went into the Navy and, and saw there is another life. There is another change here if you're willing to accept that change. And once I was willing to accept the change of of, of my thoughts, basically of these goofy thoughts, whatever people told you to get rid of, because none of it's true. You just succeeded in the in the Navy and, and you did well. Uh, what's holding you back? Uh, all those things you had to go through. So you, you grew up in a very structured, very regiment family, and uh, and that's how you think. Until you saw the real world, you say, you know, you could be a little flexible here, and you could think differently here, and maybe you could get to where you need to go if you just do things differently. So that's how I started thinking, and then it became a reality. Now, just because I went to Notre Dame, the hard way. There's probably other kids who went the same and made it as well. The reason why my story works, it's because everybody connects to that journey. So everybody has a Rudy story in them somewhere, somehow. That's interesting, yeah. So that's why I decided to do the movie, because everybody uh, that I knew had hills to climb. It was no more different than I so it made sense to do the movie, and that's why I pursued it. And we pursued it with the developing uh, the levels of the messages of, uh, you know, life isn't uh, going to be just handed to you. Uh, you have to work for it, and you have to figure out other ways to get what you want. But you got to know what you want, and you have to have clarity on it, and that was the secret. Rudy, when did you know that you could make that transition and play on the Notre Dame football team? Well, I always believed I could. That's the difference. Whether it was a transition or not, it didn't matter what they thought, what I thought, and uh, I was willing to contribute. That's the big mindset, contribute, not to be a star, not to start for the football. A big part of the program through contribution. So that became a whole different um, like a, a, a attitude. So contribution became a very big part of my attitude with Notre Dame, and it worked to contribute. Now, Rudy, you've uh, you've written books. You're you're a highly yeah. sought after motivational speaker. You've started the uh, the Rudy Foundation, and, right. and there's two. And you know, I've read I've read some of your material, and there's two things that constantly come up. And this is what I think people found so compelling about your story. 
and found so compelling about the movie because and then we talked with people that telling people we were going to have you on this morning and pe- people right. will say to us you're going to have on the rudy <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. and, yeah. and 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 it's the rudy has become uh, almost like a synonym for two words in the English language. And, and I've watched the movie probably 10 to 15 times. Sure. It's, it's about dreams, right. and it's about hope. And yes. it's about the power of the dream. And, yes. and, and you've got an, an incredible quotation that, that uh, I, I, you know, I always remember, is to give someone hope is the most important thing you can give a person. And 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 that is 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 that the Rudy story? Is that the message? Yeah, that's that's basically how I felt. Uh, it, now you have to remember two things are very important here. When when I said that, I I discovered that through my process of uh, when I went into the Navy, I discovered how important that was, how important dreams were, and, and just encouraging people, empowering people. And I saw guys do extraordinary things when when they were just ordinary guys i said wow uh that's that that to me is powerful and and i got kind of uh, understood that i said i'm just an ordinary guy if i can give this guy hope the way they gave me hope and that's the most powerful gift you can give someone and and that's what it was and it's all attitude so when i realized you know it's not uh how people uh, pencil you in as an A or a B or a C or a D. It's how they see your character and how they see your effort and how how they see you pursue things. And and they want you to win. They don't want you to lose. So they're gonna come along and help you win and encourage you to win. And and that's and that that that's what's awesome. When I made that tackle I thought no one really knew who I was. It didn't matter, but they felt that that was their moment in that stadium, people's moment, because they all had that dream about playing for Notre Dame. So if an unknown guy can go in there <laughs> and do that, exactly. uh, maybe I could have that moment in my life somewhere, somehow. And that's what it was with hope. We have on the line with us on the uh, on the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, uh, Daniel Rudy Rudiger. Yes, the Rudy. You were uh, when you played uh, Rudy. You were five foot six. 165 pounds, and uh, saw some. Not true. Not true. No, no. I was five six and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and a half inch makes a big difference. Yeah. And you were 165 pounds. 185, 190, because I uh, developed a weight training program. Oh, okay. That puts them, to, to absorb the shock of these guys that Can't want wanting that. to hit you. Can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, that's Holy a little more meat on your bone. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so I, just I just wanted to correct that side. Oh, no, no problem. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you for that correction. If uh, right. For our listeners who perhaps have never seen the movie uh, or, the, or don't know the Rudy story, uh, Rudy, uh, 1974, uh, uh, fought his way on to the Notre Dame uh, team and uh, managed to get into the last 27 seconds of of the of the Georgia Tech game and and got into the game and made a made a tackle and got carried off the get carried off the field and you were one of if not the only Notre Dame player ever to be carried off the field right. on the shoulders of his teammates. Well, you, you don't see that happen at Notre Dame. It just doesn't happen. And sports is so powerful. People, uh, sports has a great 
uh, I, I say equalizer, and it has a way of bringing people together. Uh, people live through sports and uh, live through the, their teams winning. So, you know, that in itself, plus Notre Dame football, uh, was a uh, powerful uh, hook as well. I think if I went to Michigan or if I went, they would never made this movie. But because Notre Dame has such a, um, I, I call brand of only great athletes go there, smart kids go there, you know, and, and rich kids go there. Uh, and I found that's not true at all. Eight uh, percent of the kids at Notre Dame are on financial aid. One, and there's only a handful of great athletes. The rest of the guys are just guys like uh, they have talent, but they got to work harder. And so, and there was another level of guys that had uh, uh, a little bit of talent, and there's another level of guys who had no talent. That was me. Right. So, right. Uh, sorry, to inter- uh, okay. sorry, Rudy. I, on this issue of on the topic of Notre Dame, I have to ask you because you've you, you know we've talked a little bit about it just now. And Notre Dame is such a special place. Uh, right. There's so much tradition there. There's Rockney, the Gipper. It, it it it's a mystical place. And yeah, t- tell us a little bit about your experience when you first yeah. walked onto that field or you first ran through the tunnel. Well, that's. You said a very powerful, powerful statement, tradition, very, very huge tradition. You felt the spirit of those people uh, as you walked in that stadium. And now today it's so different. It's so commercialized. Um, you took the grass from the stadium. It's astroturf. <laughs> That's the new field. You don't, smell yeah. the, you don't smell the grass anymore. And that was 125 years. Of, of kids smelling that grass, and that was a big part. Or you could not walk on that grass if if, if uh, uh, you were not a football member, and even the football kids couldn't walk on that grass only on special days. So that that stadium was sacred. Now it's like anybody can walk on it now. It's like it's just I don't know. It doesn't feel the same, but. But let's get back to tradition. That's what drove me. Tradition's very important. I don't think the kids know the tradition. That the players don't know the tradition of Notre Dame football. I don't think they're taught the tradition. So in that's sad as well. The reason I say that, I don't think they know um, the past players as well or as they should because they would see or uh, see. The Notre Dame tradition is... Like you say, it's powerful. It's very powerful. It's that quiet power. It's that, uh, um, it's like Rock that you never met him or you never saw, but yet he built that mystique or the Gipper. And, and oh, there's some great ones. John, John Hewitt, these. Jack Snow, Terry Hanratty, Alan Page, Terry Joe Theismann. Uh, Unbelievable names. And, and, yeah. and, and these guys were such a, you know, they represented so much in my life uh, as when you listen on the radio and and, and uh, growing up and hear their names, and, and uh, it was huge. But today it's, uh, it's different. Well, Notre so Dame, more, more national championships, more Heisman Trophy winners than any other university. Uh, well, uh, I'm not sure if that's true today. I think... Uh, um, 11 national championships. I think there's 
Isn't Alabama right behind them? Pretty close, but yeah, I don't they, think they're pretty close. Yeah, close. They haven't caught us yet. Yeah, how many are there? Oh, I, I think they're up to about seven or eight, but they haven't caught Notre Dame yet. Can I, can I well, just add something on the Notre issue? Dame? Oh, sorry to interrupt. Can I just add something, Rudy, on, on the whole notion about tradition and the fact that this movie, I believe, in my mind's eye, and I have a young son who was very active in sports in Toronto, and that movie um, was basically played to any team, I don't care what sport yeah. it was, from lacrosse right. to hockey to football, as a motivational right. pre-game um, traditional sh- uh, movie to get kids riled up and to show them that if you do this, yeah. if, if this is if this is the way you perform. Um, if you can do right. that today, if you can use Rudy's uh, gumption, if you will, to make it happen today, this game is attainable, we can win a championship. So with respect yeah. to the tradition, I do believe that there is something still carrying on and it will be associated to Notre Dame as a result of what you've done. Well, you know, it's, and again, I go back to, uh, to let's go back to the hockey, for an example. Um, Colorado Avalanche moved from uh, from Canada into Colorado, and they used the movie Rudy to inspire them during the exactly. playoffs. Exactly. Then, then they brought me in to give them their their hockey championship rings in the Stanley Cup. Brilliant. So, and I, you know, to me, in the soccer and the lacrosse, the movie represents. I think you said it earlier. Uh, attitude. It represents. On selfishness and represents commitment and represents digging deep in your character, not allowing people to stop you from what you want in life. And I think that's what they connect to. Rudy, uh, what, was, what was your input on the movie itself, and the, how was Dan Devine as a coach? Well, one, I had all the input, and two, I love Dan Devine. But I also went into Dan Devine and told me he had to be the heavy in the movie to make it work. Uh, he, he says, can you explain that to me? I said, yeah, well, you didn't want me to play. He said, well, that's not true, Rudy. I always wanted you to play. I said, I know, but if we show that in the movie, it won't work because there's other coaches on the team that didn't want me to play. So you got to represent them. He said, that's fair. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he, yeah, he took the uh, heavy part of it. We explained it to him. And he understood it because he said, here's the greatest thing. He said, he said Rudy, if I, if my character can help other coaches realize there's more to a football team than winning. And, and those first two teams, I'm in. Because everybody on this football field contributes. And you were one of them. So he wanted, uh, he took that role. Um, as Charles Sutton took the role as the janitor, there were about three, four composites in him that create that character that uh, were real. So we had to do those type of composites and embellishments to make the true story work. Do you speak to any of the players that uh, played on that team um, at all? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, I was called by uh, a radio station one day, and and, uh, and they said, Bob Golick says he, he, he doesn't think you were carried off that field. I said, well, I got a picture right here. He's right behind me. <laughs> the guys were carrying him off. I said, what was he on here? Well, the memories fade so, over time, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. That's so I'm not sure. I think uh, Bob Golick has seen too many uh, uh, shows of Bob. I kind of laughed Dan Patrick. As I said, check this out, Dan Patrick. Tell me what you think. <laughs> so, anyhow, when you hear stuff like that, you kind of chuckle. 
But at the same time, you know, uh, uh, here's the fact now. Here's the fact, and I understand it. They didn't look at that moment as a special moment. Uh, The freshman, Bob was a freshman. Uh, Bob was still uh, one of those kids that was still learning. And uh, no one knew Rudy's story. I was a senior. You you don't have time to tell a freshman your story. Uh, So it was no big deal to them. So Uh, they looked at it, no big deal. uh, Rudy, Uh, what? what, Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that's what what tradition is is about, teaching it. Uh, uh, Letting former players come in and talk to the players and let them know what what it's all about. And then they look at Notre Dame much differently than just an opportunity to play in the NFL. I've spoke to a lot of ex-players, recent, recent, recent players, uh, although wonderful kids on the team today, came to Notre Dame because of the movie Rudy. (laughs) You know, so talking about the movie, uh, one one of the big um, uh, events in the Toronto area in the next few weeks is the Toronto International Film Festival. And interestingly, I had forgotten that Rudy, Rudy, Rudy the movie actually debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival in 1993. Uh, Closed it. And can you tell us? Do you remember? uh, Yeah. Do you remember? Oh my God! Tell us a little about. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Prime Minister, is it a Prime, no. Prime Minister. Uh, Prime Minister Ray. Right? Oh, it would have been our Premier. Premier. Premier, Premier of Ontario, Premier. Bob Ray. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, hosted us, of course. Cisco uh, um, and Eber um, were right, sitting right in front of me. There were like 15, one of those beautiful theaters and uh, one of those, um, I forgot what theater it was in, but man, it was like, a theater you'll never forget. Um, but I'm, I remember when the movie started, there was Cisco and Ebert sitting in front of me, and <laughs> I'm going, okay, do they like this or not? <laughs> so I watched them the whole movie. <laughs> the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, they, and they liked it. Oh, they oh, loved it. It was an excellent They yeah. loved the movie. Uh, we're, we're, unfortunately, uh, Rudy, we're running a bit short on time. Just a couple okay. of minutes left, and there's one, one area I want to I go to. Because okay. I get choked up every time I watch the movie and I watch the sweater episode. Uh, and yeah. I know on, I mean, you have a website, uh, people are welcome right. to go to Rudy International right. uh, uh, website, and you've got videos right. on that website, and I was watching sure. the videos, and they weren't done that long ago, and I noticed that right. when you talk about certain things, you still choke up. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's uh, you, you go back to how guys sacrificed themselves so I could play, like Pat Sauer for example, gave up his uniform for me so I could play. And years later, his son walks on at Notre Dame, wears my number, then, now he's a doctor today, of course. But you think of those months, but wasn't for guys like that, this movie would never have been made, or that moment would never have happened. So... Well, thank you so much. And one of the other things that you uh, you talk about quite a bit is the importance of mentors in your life. Yeah. And soulmate. Yes. All and the, kinds. And that the the people who influence your life are your soulmates and your mentors. Who are right. who are the who are the biggest mentors in your life? Uh, again, I, I think your biggest mentors did just show up. 
you know, in your life, there's a positive people. You attract the positive people. It could be anybody. Like I had a mailman, a janitor, uh, a hotel manager, like I said, and, and somebody upset or someone in the factory or uh, all kinds. You just don't go for the guy who's successful. The guy who's successful, who's selfish, won't tell you how to be successful. But the guy who's who's successful and very non-selfish will always encourage you and embrace you to do good. And whether he's uh, doing well in his uh, uh, janitorial business or whether he's a CEO of a big company. But, But my point is people who know the purpose of what we all just now talked about, those are the mentors that will be coming around and they all come. You know, and they will be there. You attract them. So I have a lot. I still have them today. What would you say one thing to the people out there that are trying to follow their dream? Get rid of your negative attitude, your goofy thoughts. That's number one. Drift towards the positive. If you drift towards the negative, you're 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 you're, you're going to say you can't do it. You're not worth it. Uh, but your positive. The fight is always a positive deal. Always fight towards that positive thought. You can't worry about what your auto suggestions are telling you. you you've got to fight that. That's why goofy thinking, get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Absolutely. Quit hanging around goofy people, goofy information. Doesn't matter. That's the point. Anyways, we've had the privilege of speaking with uh, Rudy Rudiger, the uh, inspiration for one of the great sports movies of all time. Really quickly, Rudy. Uh, yeah. You're, you're a motivational speaker. Tell us, tell our listeners where they can find you online. Right. Uh, tell them about where they can find your book and uh, very quickly about your uh, okay. how they check out your foundation. Sure, sure. Just go to Rudy International or Rudy Foundation or Rudy International Facebook. Everything's on there. We also do a one-man show. We're just now taking it around the country. We open it up at the Squid Center in Las Vegas, big performing arts. We were very successful, so we're excited about that. Look out for the one-man show. Um, so everything's on that website. Our foundation supports uh, uh, the younger generation and, and athletes, uh, uh, performing arts, and, and education. So we support all that. Anyways, Rudy, I'm sure you'll recognize this uh, fight song. Every time I every time I hear the Notre Dame fight song, I get chills up my spine. And every time I watch. The movie. Every time I watch the movie Rudy, I got to tell you, I I, I I get choked up. It's probably I'm, I've got to be at least my fifteenth time watching that movie. It truly is an inspirational story. Uh, it's it's been fantastic having you here Wonderful. with us this uh, this uh, Sunday morning. All I can say yeah. is very very simply, thank sincerely. Sorry for them. And thank you so much for your time and safe flight back home. Yes, thanks, Rudy. Thanks, guys, and uh, again, I apologize for the background noise. No, oh, not, at all. not at all. Once again, thanks. That's been Rudy. <laughs> That's been Rudy Rudiger, uh, famous uh, inspiration for the movie Rudy. We'll be right back after our break. It was a rainy day in Pizzaville when my wife accused me of having an affair. How could I tell her that I was hopelessly in love with extra thin crust pizza from Pizzaville? I didn't ask for this to happen. It was so thin, so delicate. So delicious. I can't bear to share it with my wife. She wants me to see a counsellor, but I don't want to share it with him either. Call Pizzaville for an extra thin crust pizza at 736-3636.
At 20,000 square feet, Steel's Paint and Woodbridge is Canada's largest independent paint store. Big deal, right? Big deal, yes. The best brands, the best staff, the best advice, the best of everything. From color matching to brand selection, whether you're a pro or a DIYer, we'll look after you from the minute you walk in to the minute you walk in a second time as a completely satisfied customer. Big store, big deal, bigger satisfaction. Simple. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge. At Titanium Logistics, we believe that choosing the right shipping company comes down to two issues, price and cost. Most prices are competitive, will likely save you money too, but the cost of choosing the wrong company to service your cross-border freight to and from the U.S. and Mexico can be extraordinary. If it's not where it should be, when it should be, that bargain price, worthless. Titanium Logistics, on time, on budget. Call 905-266-3014. Ask for Blair Downey. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Vaughn. Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alt Infinity the captain's choice. Alt Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Striving to inspire you at every turn. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. They never argue sports. They just explain while they're always correct. The boys are back. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio. The new AM740. Good morning. Welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour live from Liberty Village. That certainly was a fascinating interview with, with Daniel Rudy Rudiger. That was fabulous. I'm going to be digging out my DVD and certainly no, have to no, watch Walter, that don't movie you, don't again you tonight. From the standpoint that the, that the name Rudy, when you're doing a sports show, is like Rudy. mentioning Cher. It's a Rudy. one. Exactly. Rudy. Omar's got it. Rudy. Omar's in the hizzle. It's it very interesting, right? very interesting. Anyways, we want to thank Rudy once again for uh, taking the time interview. sitting in the had a great, South Bend airport and sharing his, uh, sharing his story Anybody with us. Anybody who sits in South Bend has got to be thanked. Yeah. Anyways, next, on, uh, next uh, with us is, uh, we're thrilled to have with us, Omar Isif and uh, Nigel Morton. The uh, our resident fitness gurus. What up? What up? Uh, by way of introduction, uh, you've got an incredibly popular presence on YouTube. Certainly does. An immense Side. amount of subscribers that tune into your channel in the hundreds of thousands. So you're doing something right. Apparently, or there's just no one else. And and uh, <laughs> we've got with Winner us our. As part of our team, exactly. our resident fitness guy, Neil Durning. Well, so, you know, exactly. uh, and I know you've been training really hard. Well, so, Neil, you know, do you he's even my inspiration. Listen, here's the, here's the story. We both, I, I started at a fitness club, and let's give him a free plug, Fortis Fitness. They were on Carla. I lived on oh. Carla. I ran in there. I used to go in there. I used to see Omar in there every day, and Nigel as well. Nigel was, uh, Nigel's the power, he's the, the big, powerful man. Uh, and I watched these Strapping guys left man. and do their business, right, every day, and finally decided, you know, like, like let's check it. 
it out. I heard some stories about about uh, Omar, what he did, and I checked out his, his YouTube. And I thought this is fascinating. So at my age, and you know, I mean, we have to be a little bit more What's conscious as Zoomers. Uh, you know, twenty five, thirty plus, plus, 65, 40 plus. Yeah. We discussed this. north of fifty, one hundred and two, exactly. Okay. So it, it, it's a matter of like there, there there are a lot of changes going on, right? I might, you know, and Omar and I had this discussion a couple of times. Yeah. Is the fact that you know people come to me, for example, Omar, they'll say, "Oh, you mean I should diet?" And I should do this. And the thing is, is that, like, you try to explain to them, and, and you can pick up on it, sure. the fact that diet is not the word. It's, it's what would you call it? It's more of a... Well, it's a lifestyle you have to lead, exactly. right? There's no fad diet that's going to give you all the results that you want. Yeah. Really, what you're looking at is making total lifestyle changes. That's why I see you come in the gym yeah. every single day, you know, going ham. Doing your deadlifts, doing your squats, right? Yes. That's the fundamental aspect. You have to make it fun. You have to have that passion. You yes. have to find a reason to lift, and then everything will fall into place. Yeah, and, and, and again, like on the whole issue of lifting, too, because like myself personally, you know, we get into that bodybuilding thing. We think it's a gun show. We think it's a fashion show. Oh, I've seen Neil take off his shirt Yeah, you know, more and than it's once. frightening. And, and the thing is, is that like, it, it, you know, you, 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 look at the, you look at the dumbbells. You look at one end to the next. It goes from like zero to 100,000 pounds. <laughs> and you figure to yourself, I got to work from here to there. So, like, to you, like, there's, there's an understanding that the type of lifting that we do, the type of lifting that you tell people to do, um, has a bigger purpose than just building muscle, that no, you can be strong course. and be a little bit more and a little bit small. Like, why? what is the purpose of, like, the deadlifting and the squatting? How does that affect, you know, at, at our age? Yeah, so Neil and I go to, as far as I'm concerned, greatest gym in Toronto, Fortis Fitness. It's a strength-based gym. It's important as you get older in order to maintain muscle mass for your metabolism and also to keep the joints healthy and functioning properly. Yeah. So we, you'll see a lot of guys do, they'll stick to light weights, doing incorrect you know, movement patterns. They'll ingrain improper patterns into their body, and they got you know, a bum shoulder, bad hip, bad knee, everything's yes. banged up. And they stick to the same routine, not doing these fundamental movements, and they're only getting more and more banged up. So really, by focusing on strength, you'll help maintain or regain your muscle mass yeah. in addition to keeping your body healthier. And safer, so you could do all kinds of things. So was it the notion too, as well? And, oh, sorry, Walter. Just want to just a quick, quick comment yeah. is the fact that if you work the big muscle groups, yes. Okay. Um, here's the thing that I noticed. Okay, so when I'm squatting, and, and you know, I put I put a decent amount of weight. Not your weight. Not what not what certainly what 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 Nigel does. But when you when you get and you sink a squat, for example, and you're yep. bringing it back up, you do feel pretty well every muscle oh, yeah. in your body flexes up and, and then there's no need to sit there it's an efficient curls. use of your time yeah. right because it works your total body you don't have to spend endless time doing curls or zumba or whatnot you yeah. get in get out do the fundamental movements that are most important for your body get the results you feel great and you have that sense of progression too when it comes to strength because you have that metric to try and become stronger an actual goal to you know shoot towards rather than just doing three by ten precisely that yeah precisely o that. omar i forgot to Go ahead. i forgot to tell you when you signed your contract to come on here today <laughs> in the fine print was uh, something Thing about you got to give Naz and I a couple of private lessons. <laughs> yeah, was that? I did not read that. I don't have my reading you glasses. Have your, you know, you once you get past good, twenty, you, you need those reading good, glasses. You didn't have good legal counsel when you signed I that contract. I better make sure my will is done up before but, I do that. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I just want to go to that point because different uh, different people at different stages of their lives sure. want to get different things, of course, out of a program. 
And you know, Neil here, he's uh, you know, he's he's an age group uh, squat guy. He tells no. me he squats like seven hundred and ninety pounds or whatever he does. I Did he tell you that? I never said or whatever that. he okay. does. But, but we need video. Neil. He holds the world let's, record. Let's talk about a normal guy, like a normal guy like Naz and I. Sure. And you know, we're somewhere north of fifty, somewhere sure. south of sixty. And okay. What what kind of program would you design for guys like us? And you can see us physically sure. right here in the studio. Yeah. Well, what would guys like us be? What would it, you be doing for us? It would still start with the fundamental movements because they're intrinsic to what you need to do as a human being. When you squat, what are you doing? You're just standing up and down. You're doing movement patterns that are natural to the body. So the load would be different than Neil, but the actual progression in the programming would be relatively the same. You would incorporate too, you know, for your heart, for cardiovascular health, doing some conditioning work in addition to that. But the big movements like we're talking about, the squat, the deadlift, the bench press, the overhead press, rowing, pull-ups, dips, those would be the integral part. We would just change the load. And then depending upon your goal, the frequency, frequency sorry, what you want to hit, then would alter it from there, change those variables. And how would you uh, design a program differently mm. for a woman? Well, that's one of the common misconceptions that we see all the time. You see the women with the pink dumbbells, and they're just trying to tone. I want to tone yeah. you know, for my <laughs> husband for summertime. The truth is, once again, muscle mass is very important, and women aren't going to get bulky. I would still prescribe a relatively similar movement, different training protocol, so in terms of the reps, in terms of the load. But, you know, one of the big misconceptions, oh, if I lift, you know, if I do a squat or deadlift, I'm going to get bulky. You can't. You don't have the testosterone. So really, we talk about preserving, maintaining that muscle mass that you had when you're a teenager in your 20s, and you lose it over time after, you know, 30, your testosterone goes down. So for women as well, it's important to do these fundamental movements, stick to free weights, dumbbells, and lift heavier than they're normally lifting. And they actually will notice a big change in terms of their body composition losing weight as well as looking more what they would say tone which is really just regaining their lost muscle you've used uh, uh, um, you've used this word a few times and you talked about movements in yes. weight training what does that mean movements in weight training give me give me some exa- give us some examples so when you stand up sit down that's a squat right that's a movement you're using your legs in order to move your body up and down the deadlift is picking something up off the ground so when i say fundamental movements it's things you actually do every single day so i don't want to use that big f word i know you guys can get yeah. fired but it's functional. It's functional. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for that. We appreciate it. It's functional. Power is Let's power on the Let that sink in for a second. Say, say functional, functional with me. Exactly. Okay. Functional. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now, where do, uh, where do our listeners find you? I know that you've got – you're, you're huge on YouTube. So if yeah. they want – you've got all kinds of great material sure. on YouTube. Yeah. And if they want to find and, and tell, those, tell them what they can find if they go – Check you out on YouTube. Right. So I have an online uh, YouTube channel. My name, Omar Isuf. So O-M-A-R-I-S-U-F. Uh, and so I produce video content related to fitness, right? All about becoming stronger, smarter, uh, reaching your goals, some inspirational videos, talking about nutrition as well. Yes. The whole aspect, we, getting yeah, we, real we, experts. We really touch base on that too, yeah, regarding yeah. nutrition, because I think that's also a vital. And, and in fact, and yeah. again, Omar Isuf on uh, and just go into just go to YouTube and just, just put YouTube. your name in there. You're gonna pop up. YouTube Toronto dude. So if people want to see those fundamental movements as well, that will yes. be there. Uh, and we'll be able to yeah. see you demonstrated because sure. I watch him film this stuff every day, yeah. and it's incredible. What he does is incredible. We got Nigel oh, over here who you, is Neil. the man behind the camera, and also a reasonably bright guy too. As reasonably, exactly. not exceptionally, <laughs> okay. kind of. He spells mum wrong on his arm. Okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit Let's about go. nutrition. Go. Yeah, because I think we can eat our pop tarts, guys. We can. No. 
and okay. and we've talked about you know our, our our little thing there, and especially like you've tried the Pizzaville uh, gluten free, the gluten free, and what what like you obviously think that that's that's that that you know we we you have to be careful about yes. how much you. No, you can have it though. That's the, if you incorporate it into your diet. There's no problem. The big misconception a lot of people get is the fact they think they got to go you know all strict like it's some sort yes. of religious you know uh, uh, convert that they have to become where oh no I got to eat just my broccoli and my chicken six times a day oh I'm sad I'm trying to lose yeah. weight it's not like that at all it's holistically looking at everything the big picture and really that's what you know a lot of people preach now flexible dieting where you take a look at everything you're eating caloric intakes everything yeah. I don't care if you're eating broccoli and chicken breast if you're in a caloric surplus eating more than your body needs yeah you're going to gain weight. So it's taking a look at that at your macros and then your micros, you you know, vitamins and minerals and then managing that. So yes, you can eat your pizza and get lean or stay healthy. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the key. And then, yeah. you know, we want to make sure that that's everybody's aware of that because the whole thing is that there's a lot of fad oh. diets which 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 can crucify you. Diet, I can't, I can't cottage help it. cheese I mean, diet. Yeah, exactly. The breathe air diet. I like it, you know, but the thing is that like I got caught up into a bit of that and of course you know that there is a bit of a religion, you know, happening with yes. with Things over at at Fortis, and there's like, oh my god, you can't oh. possibly be eating that. Why are you eating? It? Well, so it's, you know, I I find it's like anything else. Some people like to make it needlessly hard on them, and yeah. bodybuilders are notoriously famous for that, right? Oh, you got to do this, where it falls in a dogma. You don't have to do that. Can we do something here, like Omar, if you don't mind, Omar and or Nigel, both of you, guys, maybe Nigel. That if we get a couple of people who send into nasandwally.ca sure. at the info at nasandwally.ca, do you think it would be possible for you to do a quick assessment of one of our listeners if they send in and give us a good reason to do that absolutely and then make them one of your clients just to give them an idea because we'd like to get you yes and um, this trainer to come out of retirement once in a while to touch base because there's a lot of questions we have to ask because guys are ready to sit behind computers yes. we pick our hoops i shouldn't have said that, that lord does just that interior public and tilt. uh you know what can people do around the house to keep in shape if they don't have a gym membership i mean what can of they course. grab well there's a lot of things as i was saying where you know you could do the biggest other word I'm going to use, we use the F word, we're going to use the M word now, mobility, yeah. right? As you get older, things get tight, as you just said. Oh, yeah. So you would be doing dynamic warm-ups, you know, around the house. You don't need much space, but as you said, you sit down a lot, you have the rounded shoulders, you have that, you know, internal shoulder rotation going on. Doing some of those patterns, you need nothing except your body. It's their dynamic movement. So yeah. they resemble things you would see outside or things that an athlete would do before, say, an actual game, like a football game. You see those football players where they limber up. That's what you would focus on because if you could keep the joints healthy, if you keep wiring in those proper patterns, yeah. your body will feel a lot better. And then that could help you. Then you can move on to other movements. I couldn't agree with you more, Omar, because yeah. realistically, before I started to go to the gym, my biggest my biggest issue would be when I go into a natural, like a normal squat situation, even if I was going, you know, sinking it below what you normally do to sit in a chair, getting back up, I had more creaks, more sounds. It sounded right. like a ship's rigging. She's going okay. down, Captain. She's going down. Exactly. And guys like Walter who, and don't forget, like we were all in our day, yes. you know, quite, we were active athletes. Walter yeah. still does his thing. Naz still, well, Naz is in good shape. You don't have to, you know. And, and these guys, need, they, need to, they need to take it to the next steps. As we right. approach 60, yes. Omar, you know, it is, becomes a joint issue. I tell people of my age, my vintage, that it is less about the muscles. They don't hurt when we do the lifting as much as it is the actual joints themselves. And that's where you take a beating and you have oh, yeah. to look after those. And to your point, it's vital. You know, it's absolutely vital. 
to turn it around, let's say you haven't uh, you haven't worked out in a bit and you're you're not the greatest of uh, shape, but you do you you do want to make that commitment. And yes, sir. What what time of what kind of time commitment? What kind of uh, to make a change? Or? Yeah. What, what what would it take? What what should what should people be devoted? How much Daily time? How much right. time yeah. should they be prepared to devote sure. to their fitness training to achieve a um, a healthy level of fitness? Yeah, I think that's another misconception where people think, oh, you got to train really long or you know very frequently. I would say at least three to four times a week. At least for 30 minutes would be a solid idea. So out of the you know 168 hours you have in in the week, it'd be about an hour and a half to maybe two hours, three hours maybe maximum. It depends upon the individual, their goals. But just to stay active, try and get healthier, get their body moving again, you know, get those anky joints feeling better. I would say at least an hour and a half. Yeah. Any type of supplements that people should consider that are just more over-the-counter things that are fish not oil. too obscure. Fish when you, oil. You're talking about your specific you yeah, know, age I mean, demographic, like, for sure. For, and curcumin, we're talking about joint health in particular. That's curcumin. the big one. It comes from turmeric. Uh, there's what, a lot sorry, of... Sorry, what was that one again? Turmeric. Uh, so it's curcumin, so it's C-U-R. Yellow, it stains C- your hands. Exactly. C-U-R-C-U-M-I-N. There's a great website, actually. What does that do? So it's an anti-inflammatory. It also helps with the joints. Those two fish oil, the right dose of EPA and DHA, three grams combined would be the recommended real dose to take. But what you'll notice, there's a great website, examine.com, where they do you know, unbiased, uh, detailed information on supplements, what to take. There's a lot of bunk out there. They're promoting everything yeah. you know, these days. Oh, this is the newfangled thing from South America, just recently discovered, that's going <laughs> to suddenly make your joints feel better. Mm-mm, right? Yeah. Stick to the fundamentals. So fish oil, right? We used to get more omega-3s. That's why we now supplement you know, with yeah. omega-3s. And then finally curcumin if you want just two solid ones so how do you do the cumin do you just put it in your food like you can it's a good spice you can you can use the turmeric uh, certainly but you can also take it as pill form yeah for some individuals they might not like the taste it's rather bland but it also it stinks up as you said the or not stinks stains i should say your hands yes it's it's yellow so you could take it in pill form they sell it in all health food stores now yeah no it's perfect it's used in a lot of like i mean used in a lot of uh, jerk food as well yeah absolutely popular spice in the islands it is tasty Anyways, I've been just advised by our producer, Kelvin. We're down to our last minute and a half. So I'm, so, I'm going to have to thank... Uh, thank Omar for coming in. Thank Nigel. Omar and, and Nigel. And thank you for having Great job. Hey, you know, uh, if you don't mind, right. we'd love to have you back. And again, thank you. That, Notice I listen, we can, so we can, I'm going to practice change. what you preach. Thank you. We can change the time, though, right? We don't always do it at 9 a.m., right? <laughs> yeah, There's some you. of us that get up at 3 p.m. You can call <laughs> it in, too, Omar. We <laughs> can do it that way as I'll well. just stay up the night before. I'm going to have to give you benefit of my expertise with respect to the value of sleep. So, there you uh, go. <laughs> anyways, Omar, right this else. has been great. Uh, don't forget, uh, hang around later. I got to take your phone number down because we're, you know, I'm going to take you up on that free lesson that you graciously offered. I just got lawyered. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and this was very very interesting. And thank, thank you. you so much for coming in. We thank really you for having me. Yeah, thanks, Omar. Great I appreciate stuff. You know. Anyways, this has been the Naz and Wally Sports Hour from Liberty Village. Uh, it's Next Sunday, start of football, Ness. Uh, National Football National League. National Football Buffalo League. Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, and uh, they're not looking so good right now, so we're certainly going to have talk about them and talk about our NFL picks. Uh, next Sunday morning, back here on AM740 Radio, the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Have a fantastic yeah, week. Yeah, everybody, have a good day. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.